You are listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Do you love your work but wish it would afford you time to see the world? Locum Tenens opportunities are becoming very diverse. Keep listening to find out more about some unbelievable life opportunities. Welcome to the Business of Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Kaskill. Joining me today is Mark Rouse, president of Vista Staffing Solutions, one of the largest temporary physician services in the nation. Vista is the only locum tenens company that provides both domestic and international opportunities. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you, Larry. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. It's good to have you on. Uh, I'd like to start with just defining the term for the people in the audience who may not speak Latin very well. Well, it is a Latin term, and it literally means one holding a place. And over the last 25 or 30 years, here in the U.S., it's become accepted as defining a physician who's working in a temporary position, something other than a full-time permanent position. When you say temporary, what, what's the average length of stay for a locum tenens doctor? Is it, a, is it a month? Is it three months? Is there an average? Well, it probably averages out to about six weeks for each individual assignment, but the assignments can vary in length from as little as one or two days to as long as many months, 12 months or more. And who's it good for besides a doctor who likes to have a carefree lifestyle? It's good for everyone throughout the entire healthcare delivery system as, as well as the patients. One of the critical factors involved in the delivery of healthcare is the presence of a qualified physician to start the entire process. So whenever a a hospital or a clinic has less than the optimum level of staff physicians available, it creates problems for their organization. Uh, so if they bring in a temporary physician, a locum tenens physician, they have the opportunity to continue to keep all the aspects of the hospital or clinic operating at a normal level. They've got a physician to write orders, to order lab tests, to uh, write prescriptions, to do all of the procedures that are required by patients and are necessary to keep facilities operating on a standard basis. So are hospitals your your biggest customer? Hospitals, large clinics tend to be the users of most of our services, but even the solo practitioner who needs to take a vacation but wants to make sure that his patients are properly cared for while he's gone may bring a locum tenens physician in for that period of time. It also allows him to keep his staff busy the staff busy while they're on vacation. I imagine there's a lag time from the time that somebody knows they need a physician to the time you can actually get a doctor in there. How long does the process take? Well, the actual process itself is not particularly lengthy. Uh, there are really two drivers of the time frame that it takes to get a physician in place. One is physician availability, and there is a growing shortage of physicians, so it becomes increasingly more challenging to find physicians as they're needed. The second thing is physician licenses. Each state controls the licensing in that particular state, and there is no reciprocity from state to state. So if we have three months of lead time, we have a wide variety of physicians that we can bring in, help secure a license in that state in time to work that assignment and fill that need. But if we only have a week or two, we're pretty limited and really have to deal only with physicians that already have a license in that state. And obviously, that limits our choices. For our listening audience, I'm wondering about fantasizing, actually, about traveling abroad, 
uh, living in New Zealand for six months or Australia? Are those easy gigs to get? Well, it is increasingly a global marketplace, a global flow of physicians. Here at Vista, we offer physicians the opportunity to work in positions throughout the United States, but we also are currently placing U.S. physicians in Australia and New Zealand. So we have the ability to move physicians throughout the world, and over time, we'll be able to provide the ability for physicians to work just about anywhere in the U.S. where their qualifications will allow them to be registered. Is there a bare minimum of time when when you do send them internationally? Obviously, you're not going to want to send them somewhere for three to four weeks. And within the U.S., it makes sense to you know fly someone across the country for uh, a couple of weeks, but it's very difficult to fly someone around to the other side of the world and make it work for less than 6 to 12 months. Mark, what kind of doctor is the the prototype locum tenens doc? Is he is he single? Is he married? Is he a loner? Is he an adventurer? What kind of doctor really loves this kind of work? Well, the most important criteria for a physician working locum tenens is adaptability. Uh, physicians are the captain of the ship, and they're typically used to uh, running their practice in their own model. But when you have to sub into another physician's practice, you have to adapt the methods that they use within that practice and maybe modify some of your regimen in order to make things work smoothly and have a successful placement. I can imagine now with electronic medical records, every time you go to a new situation, you've got a a totally new software system you have to master within four hours. That is frequently the case, and the client really can help themselves out by uh, giving that physician a a good introduction to how they practice, the various specific details that they need to know, such as how to use their electronic medical records program. If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Larry Caskell. I'm talking today with Mark Brous, president of Vista Staffing Solutions. We're talking about being a locum tenens doctor. How well does this work for, for the physician? From his point of view, is, is there a lot of job fulfillment? There certainly is. Uh, we describe it as the purest form of medicine. Most physicians really did become physicians because they're interested in providing care to patients. But as the healthcare world has evolved, particularly over the last 25 years, physicians have got caught up increasingly in the politics of the delivery of health care, in the financial aspects with issues related to billing for third-party payments, with a wide variety of committees and other management issues. When a physician is working on a locum tenens assignment, they typically are there just to see patients. Their primary responsibility is providing care to the patients. So it allows physicians to get back to the kind of medicine that they've always wanted to practice. That's particularly appealing to a couple of different kinds of physicians. Physicians that are relatively new in practice, recently completed their residency, have an opportunity to go out and experience different kinds of practice settings and see patients in different kinds of situations. And a physician who is at the end of his career who might have retired completely at age 65, can retire to three-quarter time or half-time working locum tenants at the age of 55 and really focus in on providing care to patients, solely focused on the patients 
and not worrying about the management aspects of medicine. You're absolutely right. I'm 45 years old now. I run my own practice, and I would love to be a locum tenens in my own practice and actually get back to actually just focusing on patient care and not having to worry about any of the headaches or aggravations of running the business of medicine. Well, I'm wondering how much money is involved. What does, a, what does let's say, an internist get paid for an average week on a job anywhere in the United States? It varies quite a lot depending on the particular work responsibilities in the situation. I think that typically when you look at the kinds of income averages that physicians in private practice earn, it's slightly lower on an hourly basis. Uh, However, it really is focused in on the pure take-home compensation. All the physicians are compensated as independent contractors and receive 100% of their contract pay. They're typically provided with housing and travel and an automobile to use while they're on assignment and their malpractice insurance is provided as well. So there are very few out-of-pocket expenses for the individual physicians. What about their family members? Do they get to see their family if they have them, or or is this for doctors who actually want to get away from their families? Some physicians probably use it to get a little personal distance. For the most part, physicians that have family at home like to bring them on assignment, and most of our clients are very accommodating of that. Additional costs of housing additional family members or getting them to the assignment uh, would typically be borne by by the physician. But having the physician, as they're on assignment, be happy and comfortable when they're not actually working is an important part of the success of an assignment. Have you ever had the situation where you've done a flip-flop, where, uh, let's say, a doctor from one part of the world wants to come practice here, and that doctor will go there, and they actually flip-flop practices and homes? It's not conceptually a new idea. I can't say we've been successful in pulling it off yet, but we haven't given up. Okay. And you've been at it for a long time. I know you've been doing this for more than 20 years. What's your what's your current mission, your current guiding philosophy? Our philosophy as we look at this business is it's really all about people. And for me as a manager, it begins with how I treat the people that work with me. I know that if we take care of our employees They're going to do a great job of taking care of our physicians and our clients. And in turn, the physicians are going to provide great care to the patients and the client's practice. So it's all about people. And if we treat people the right way, we'll end up with the delivery of healthcare services that's as good as can be provided anywhere. Can you excite our audience a little bit by kind of tantalizing us with some of the more exciting jobs that some of the doctors have done just in the last few months off the top of your head? Just throw out a few assignments. Well, we have, you know, literally thousands of assignments all throughout the United States and quite a large number in New Zealand and Australia as well. So we're placing physicians. On any given day, we have physicians working in remote areas of Alaska. We certainly have physicians working in Hawaii. I know on the uh, North Shore of Hawaii, we have some emergency medicine contracts that uh, we staff regularly. We do a lot of work in the Indian Health Service. Many of the physicians find it extremely attractive to go to places where they really feel needed. So we have the opportunity to put them into places where they might normally consider vacationing, but we also have the opportunity to put them into places where they are truly needed and where they can feel extremely good 
about what they're contributing. Mark, what trends are you seeing for your industry in the next few years? Is is anything dramatic happening? We are seeing increased acceptance of what we call flexible staffing as a as a regular part of the management of healthcare facilities. So we're seeing healthcare facilities be more proactive about their planning to ensure that they can get the physicians that they need when they need them. That's going to drive increased demand for physicians, and that's going to create increasing flexibility in where physicians work. And we think that that's going to be very good for the delivery of healthcare. With a growing shortage of physicians, the best way to minimize the impact of a shortage is to be sure that you've got the physicians where they're needed, when they're needed, and that's what flexible staffing and locum tenants can provide. I'd like to thank our guest, Mark Browse, for joining us. I'm Dr. Larry Casco, and you've been listening to The Business of Medicine on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your email to xm at reachmd.com, and thanks for listening.